Welcome to episode 97 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Now, sir, I'm still better than most, not as good as some. How are you? Ah, not bad. A little sluggish, you know. Oh, why? Uh, why is that? A uh, little too much <laughs> drink on a Halloween bus trip. Annual trip that goes on. Ditto. And uh, just a little lethargic today. Not any more lethargic than the uh, Chicago Bears. Yeah, but saw that. Yeah, we'll get to that in sports' second segment. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm doing fine. Nothing spectacular happened today. Right foot starting to feel better. On the walk over to the Salt Studios, I wasn't limping quite as bad as I have been for the last 10 days. No, that's good. Um, but our second annual, we have one of Jeff Laporte's donations, which we'll do in the third segment. Okay. And then our first two segments, we're going to do our second annual Oktoberfest. Right uh, on. We I think we have five different ones. We're going to do three in the first segment and then two in the second segment. And give quick ratings. We won't spend too much time on them. Otherwise, rating the five beers would kill most of the most of the pod, m- most yeah. of the pods. So we'll just sample them. And then at at the listeners and ourselves' leisure, we can look back and see how they compared to. I think we did like six, six or seven Oktoberfest last, last year. Right. And last it was funny. If we'd have been done any planning or due diligence, we really should have done Oktoberfest last year, last week, episode ninety six. Because on Monday morning, my phone got a, on this day, a year ago yesterday. No, so it must have popped up Sunday. Okay. Yeah, a year ago, Sunday. Yeah. It was, um, we did it the first October. Okay. So if we'd have done it last Sunday, we'd have done it on the same date two years in a row. But shame on us for not being quite that organized. Here, but, I'll slap my, I'll yeah. slap myself on the hand. There you yeah, go. Yeah, no kidding. That's, yeah, that was a yeah. fail on our part. Because I know all the listeners knew we did it on yeah, October they were, I'm sure, Yeah, I'm sure they were going, what the hell? I don't understand. All right. Yeah, so anyway, let's uh, crack these open. Go with the uh, sample. Oh, it's got the uh, Sam Adams color to it, that's for sure. You had the better pour than I did. so A little too much head there, Mike? Yeah, it's the first time I've ever said that. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I guess we should tell listeners what it is. No, probably. Yeah. Uh, the, the first, the first one we're going to try. <laughs> Are we that anxious? Yeah. The first one we're going to try is called Festival, F E S T I V O L. Rake from Rake Beer Project. It is a raw Oktoberfest styled farmhouse ale. So again, good notes. Cheers. On yeah, yeah. Cheers. Ooh. Yeah. Not quite as caramelly as a Sam Adams Oktoberfest, but right. definitely the Oktoberfest flavor. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I like the, I don't know if it was just, does it seem like there's a lot more carbonation in this mm-hmm. than? I wonder if that's because, huh. I wonder if that's what a uh, farmhouse ale is. Could be. So. No, that's 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 good. I like that. Yeah. Um, slow night, or sl- slow night, slow week. Uh, Watch-wise, because of all the sports, right? Which it, you know, obviously, we'll cover in the second segment. But Liz and I are still going through in the dark season three. It's a blind lady I've talked about before. Oh yeah, the first two the first two seasons were good, and this season is watchable. But it's almost like the storyline is like even the 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 writers for like WWE and AEW and Jim Crockett Productions and some other wrestling 
companies are are watching in the dark and saying, well, that's nobody would believe a storyline like that. I mean, that's how far fetched <laughs> it is. It's like, come on, um, you know. And, and it's not a comedy. And the one we're in episode. So what you're saying is like a politician would be saying, like, oh, they're making this up as they go along. Yeah, exactly. Because I guess it's a spoiler, but it's not really a spoiler. And I don't really anticipate anybody watching this because I'm not all in on this series like I have been on some of my other recommendations. But uh, season, an example of what I'm talking about is, okay, she's blind. Yeah. They've arrested her for something that I won't say because that would be a spoiler. Gotcha. They've got her in the... Holding cell. Holding, not holding cell, the, the questioning room. Where okay. They, you know, the, yep. the, and she's coughed because she's under arrest. Yeah. The two officers step outside because they have a little disagreement, yada, yada, yada. And then as they go out, she hears where the guy, the other guy set his cane because he's losing his sight, and that's how those two hooked up, whatever. She puts it behind her back, and as they exit out, she opens it up. Sticks it between the door. They leave the room, and she escapes out of the police station. <laughs> it's like, come on, <laughs> a blind lady escapes out, of, and nobody even. And it's like, come on. I mean, no, well, maybe they let their guard down. Maybe well, like, obviously they let maybe, their guard down. <laughs> but um, bumps. Um, maybe like a lot of these football games. You know, they just thought, ah, she's a, it's a blind right. chick, and but, well, that's she's you know, not going anywhere. Well, yeah, that's what they did. And that's but that's the stuff I'm talking about. Where you're, you're watching is like, oh, come on, this is hokey, but. It's not so bad where we're not going to end up watching it. But, right. And then uh, American Horror Story. Uh, that series is over. Liz and I have not watched the season ender last yet because that was on last Wednesday. We'll probably watch that tomorrow night. And remember I told the listeners that the first part was six episodes. The second part was four episodes. There's not as many of the big name usuals of American Horror Story as there was in the first six episodes in this one, so that makes uh, the second four up. The second four not as good, right? And the storyline. What I do like is there's a bunch of conspiracy theories that Ryan Murphy. I don't know if this is his true beliefs, but it's, it's conspiracy theories that have been thrown out there, and he kind of plays off it. That part of this series is interesting, but the the topic itself is kind of the... I, I do like that when they, they take yeah. those kind of things, like a conspiracy theory, and they say, what if, and they go off on this yeah. tangent, like, yeah. well, you know, some crazy, like, you can't say, well... Right. And I don't know if that's if Ryan Murphy's belief on it, or sure. if he's just like, well, this is, some people see it this way, so I'm going to put my spin on it. Right. So, um, that part's interesting, but other than that, we haven't really watched anything new that I can rave about, so... Hopefully the next Billions is right around the corner. Yeah, like you, um, I watched, believe it or not, and you probably won't because you've given me shit on this before, but zero shows. Uh, between doing stuff outside, trying to chip away at lawn leaves, uh, some final outdoor projects, uh, wor- you know, work in the evening, and, um, but, and sports. I mean, it's not like I didn't watch anything, but it was mostly the sports that was on uh, this last week. So I got nothing. Uh, but I will say this, you know, if you're talking about in the dark, um, as far as some of the hokey things that, you know, you say this blind woman, blind character gets away with, um, those of you that haven't seen, uh, C yet with, uh, Jason Momoa and, um, Dave Batista and, and, and the cast and crew, 
you know, I don't it, it, That's kind of the same thing that happened because everybody's blind, except for there's a couple characters where, you know, there are some people being born, kids being born uh, with sight. And that's the whole kind of the baseline of the of the story is, you know, well, what's going to happen in this world that's kind of, you know, known nothing but blindness. And now there's some sighted people in the world that definitely have an advantage. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, how, how is that going to play out? Because they definitely, they call them, you know, I think in the story, I think every, uh, since the plague hit, it's been 800 years that everybody has been blind. Humans okay. have been blind. And now they're, like I said, so um, definitely it, it's a, it's an interesting storyline and you, and you, you have to wonder like what would happen, you know what I mean, if everybody couldn't see. Which is straight, which is, you know what I mean? You're like, ah, well, yeah, that's never a little bit. Well, shit, we just went through a year and a half where quite a few people kind of freaked out when they lost their taste and their smell. Yeah. So, that's true. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that, <laughs> and some again, people that's, didn't, some people didn't get, like Mallory Urich, she didn't get her, she didn't get hers back for like a year or, mm-hmm. or damn close to it, like, you know, eight to 12 months, somewhere in that neighborhood. And that's an Apple TV show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I have to look into that. Um, I'm going to crack the second one. Okay. Which is Austoberfest from our fine friends at Austin Brothers. And no listeners, by the way, you didn't miss anything. We haven't rated the first beer. I think what we'll do is taste the three and then rate Yeah. the one we like the best. There we go. You know, I, I, I got a, in my head what festival would be rated had we rated it. It was very drinkable. Oh, but, yeah. Um, uh, Austin Brothers. Oh, the festival, by the way, was 5.6 and 0 IBUs. And uh, Oztoberfest from Austin Brothers is 6% 0 IBUs. Cheers. Now, this is technically categorized as a Marzan. Yep. A Marzan, however you want to pronounce it. That is, car- that is caramely on the notes as the uh, festival was. Mm-mm. Yeah. That, yeah, that, it says a Marzen brewed in the traditional style with rich caramel notes, a blended beer with a smooth and clean finish. The, I, in my opinion, the caramel is very light. Faint. Yeah, yeah, it's there, but it's faint. So, um, at least relative to the yeah to the festival, yes. Yeah. Um, Remind me the play that we just showed on a highlight. I'm going to discuss that in segment two yeah. on the sports because I got a take on that. That's absolute the Washington. That, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll get to that. But uh, well, I mean, looks like we'll give the listeners a little bit of their time back because normally we talk quite a bit about shows we've watched, but we didn't really right. watch anything. So what else is going on? One thing that really fraud bothers me that yeah. shouldn't. Okay. This is sports related, but it's, it's not really related to this college. I know they've done it for a couple of years, but <laughs> I think I know where the you're college going. football fair catch is dumb. Oh, when you can just like ah at the ten yard line, ah, I don't want to return it, and just wave your hand, you get it at the twenty yard. That's dumb. <laughs> That's the stupidest rule I've ever seen. If you don't, if you if you don't want to run it back, it's got to be in the end zone, or you run it back. Right. You know, and then if they're so worried about player safety, then just start everybody on the twenty. Yeah, right. Just get exactly. rid of the kicker. Right, right, <laughs> I mean, right, right, right. So yeah. 
No, I agree with that. Yeah, it's they got to do one or the other for sure. No, I mean, uh, so the um, the boogie bus Halloween costumes. Yes, it's a good time. Yes. Yeah. We were a week early though because of the the rally in the valley. So the bars we went to, because the last few years, right, the bars we'd go into, everybody else would also be dressed up. Correct. Last night it was just the fifteen of us, and there were a couple other people. There were like a couple at, other, at yeah. Jen's place, or you know the. Well, they had an actual contest. They had a costume contest. I didn't know if you read the marquee out in front. Uh, no, but the the dad, I think. Uh, yeah. The, the Mr. Niederquil. Mr. Niederquil. He actually said we'll have to coordinate it better, and we would get in the contest, but he couldn't do it that quickly. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, and we were right. like, yeah, no, we don't expect you. To. We didn't hear. We didn't come here for the contest. We came here. Right. To, um. But then in uh, in uh, Chesning, um, oh shit! Now I'm gonna brain fart on the name. I keep name of the bar. Yeah, McFarlands. McFarlands. Thank you. I, I wanted to say Flanagan's for some reason, but um, no McFar- McFarlands. There were a few, a yeah, couple people. Yeah, but not like some of the norm- staff. But yeah. not like normal. Yeah. Absolutely no. Like you know, but uh, and definitely what's the place in Montrose? That was dead as a doornail. Yeah, what the hell happened there? That was uh, God. What is it? What is it? What is that place called? Mar- the Montrose sure, Pub. Sure, the Mar- whatever. yeah. Whatever, the Mar- but yeah. The Montrose Pub. Yeah, that was a... Yeah. <laughs> that place that we stop in Montrose. Last year, that place was jumping. Rocking. They Both had a, sides. Yeah, they had a band. They didn't and, have uh, the backside open last no. night, I don't think. Uh, there was a few people back there, but I kind of looked and I saw a couple football jerseys and, you know, okay. and that was it. So I didn't... Um, plus, that's where things kind of got a little crazy with the shots and et cetera, so... I think I stayed away. I think I may have had one. Yeah, but I think I did for the most part. I did well and stayed away from the shots because I don't do well on shots. So it was a good thing to get out of there. But um, but yeah, I think it was a good time had by all. Yes, what I remember, and then (laughs) um, hopefully uh, Uh, we're actually lucky to be alive. Yeah, but the way the leaving out of uh, so those of you that are from the area in Thomas Township. Um, I'm I'm thinking uh, Creekside, Crooked Creek should probably do something about that ditch, because um, literally it, it was almost surreal. Like the bus started to tip, and I quick looked back as everybody was screaming, and and I would say at one point, would you say the was the bus on a 45 degree angle or not quite? Maybe maybe not, 30, not I, I think, maybe 30 yeah, degree yeah. angle. Yeah. Yeah, because the cushions of the left side of the bus actually fell off, and then when I, we were leaving to get to Jen's place, which is you know just down the road from Creekside, I was the last one out. The bartender said, "Yeah, I noticed that hole on the on the way in." I made a point to say to myself, well, "I got to make sure I miss it on the way out." And I'm thinking, well, "All right, well, you didn't do a very good no, job." He did not. He cut that corner, and then he you know he yelled back to everybody, "Sorry," he said, "As soon as I knew I was going to hit it, I couldn't stop." But, um, but yeah, so we started that trip out with, uh, some excitement, a little bit of an adrenaline rush. Yeah, that would have been something. That <laughs> went in there and got it on its side. Cause that, I mean, obviously we'd have got our money back, but I'm sure they would have, that would have <laughs> ended hope. the night because I'm sure they wouldn't have been able to get us another boss. Oh, hell no. You know, so. Well, I don't, I, do you think any of the, there would have been plenty of people on that bus. I know one in particular that it would have been, nope, done. We're out. Flipping well, a bus over is that's a bad that's yeah. a bad juju before yeah it is that's a good that's a solid call um 
There was one other thing that I noticed that just bothers me, grinds my gears, if you will, but it must not bother me that much because I forgot it. But the one I wanted to make sure I talked about the... Uh, oh, maybe I thought you were going to talk about the uh, college overtime. Oh, the, yeah, I, I am going to talk about that. But, but later. I, that, yeah, because that's more sports-related. Okay. Um, ah, fuck, I can't remember what it was. Oh, I, that's, this, thank you. Why is it... Um, when somebody is asking you a question, and it's not like what time is it, not that type of question, right? Where they give you the answer and they follow it with the negative. And what I'm saying, I don't think the negative, I don't think that's the right choice word, but here's what I'm talking about. Hey, Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl last year, no? <laughs> yeah. Why I did they? Right. It's yes. It didn't, didn't, didn't they? No, why did why, no? Well, if it was no, then they didn't win it. Well, because the person, I think when people do that, the person asking the question is so unsure of themselves that they're thinking, like, yeah, I'm probably, I'm thinking I'm wrong on this one, but for some reason, I think Tampa Bay is. And I wonder, and uh, Grandpa Blackhawk would probably be the only listener that would really know this, but where I hear it a lot, and maybe it's a Canadian thing, because. Paul Bissonnette does it a lot on spitting chiclets. Okay. Answers everything. No. Yeah, uh, right. No. Maybe know, Canadians maybe, are just negative. And, and that, I, but it's just weird. I can't figure it out. I was like, <laughs> hey, did Tampa Bay win the Super Bowl? Because I would say Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl last night, right? Last night. Last year, right? Yeah. That's what, yeah, I was, that's I what went, we do. I wouldn't say Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl last year. No. Yeah, it's probably it's got to be a cultural I, cause, thing. Yeah, because when you're saying if you said that to me, I'm like, well, no, yes, they did. Did, you, did they win or no? <laughs> they didn't win? What are you saying to me? Because you said, did, did Tampa Bay win the Super Bowl last year? No. Right. Yes, they did. Yeah. So it's a, that bothers me. I think we just lost all of our Canadian listeners because I just called them negative. <laughs> probably, you know, so that that will crush our uh, our um, our ratings. Uh, yeah, ratings. Our listenership. listenership. Yes, thank you. Put up, Jake's buy me a Coke. All right, let's get on to our third yep. and final of this segment. And then we'll go and be interesting to see. Uh, this is just Oktoberfest from Bell's Brewery. Brewery. First time in a while I've struggled with that word. I had it nailed. There we go. So this is the lightest color of the, of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bell's comes in at uh, 5.5, and again, zero or NA on the IBUs. Unfortunately, my least favorite notes off of yeah. There's really no notes. Mm-mm. Not of not of the what you expect from a Oktoberfest anyway. Oh, yeah. Did wow. you give them the stats on this one? Yeah, 5.5 okay. and zero. Yep. Woo. That's different. Yeah, I don't. I'll tell you right now. If I'm, if we rate them one, two, three, this easily takes third without question. Why doesn't it? It doesn't even taste like. It, hmm. Yeah, there's no. It, it tastes. Yeah, there's. It's. It's bad. It's off. Um, Something's off on this. So. Uh, Maybe it wasn't capped quite right or something. I'm not sure, but it doesn't. It, to me, it doesn't even taste Oktoberfestish. No. no. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it just tastes it, like a regular beer. Really, I'm telling you, with with everything we've tasted, with 300 plus tastings, yeah, I would say at some point we're gonna just get a bad one. Like it was a right. bad batch, or it was a you know, oh, they, yeah. it didn't get. Hmm. Yeah, because and with even, the other with the other two that are already on our palate, so to speak. Yeah, this brings the least 
bang for the buck, if you will. Right. I agree. All right, so. You want to rate the three? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. Let's do that. I'm going to go. I'm going to rate them in the order we tasted them. Uh, Best of all, Oktoberfest by Austin Brothers. Yep. And then the Oktoberfest. And the Festival, I'm going to say, none of them were four-worthy. I would say Festival, I will give eh, three, eight. Then I'll drop to three, six, five. And then I'll give Bells a two, eight. I agree with you. Okay, I'm going to keep the same order uh, for all the reasons that you said. And I'm going to go... Uh, two, three. I can't really be creative right now. Um, you got your ratings. I agree with everything you said. Uh, we were pretty much on the same same page all the way through. So, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll go... Th- how about this? I'll go 379 and uh, 364... <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm gonna go with 3.0 on the on the bells only because I actually think I'd like to try another one to see if there's maybe something wrong with that oh, the good. beer in that bottle as opposed to you know what I mean. Okay. And so if I crack two more and they're you know from from different uh, six right. packs or different you know and it's and it's exactly the same well then you know right then then that's just a I don't know. They screwed up on that one then. Uh, but, yeah. So, I'm going to go 3.0 on the uh, Oktoberfest from Bells. All right. Well, our fine friends on tap actually agree with us in the order. And actually, we're, we're actually spot on. Damn near spot on with the first two. Um, the first two did have a lot of check-ins. Festival had 123 check-ins. Uh, Oktoberfest 950 check-ins, but it was 375 and 373, so right where basically right where we had them rated. Yeah. And 79,000 check-ins from Oktoberfest the bells, and um, uh, 366. So the 79,000 people really enjoyed the bells much better than we do. So that leads me to believe maybe you are correct and. You know, maybe that one wasn't just, that's a little bad batch or something. Skunky or got yeah. warm for a while or something. I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, anyway. Okay. So, but, hey, we're right in line with the fine folks. We're becoming professionals, Dave. I think There's no other way to say it. All right. For our next batch of uh, Oktoberfest, the Battle of Oktoberfest Taste Off. Uh, kind of like a rap battle. Except for Oktoberfest. Kind of cheated on. <laughs> kind of like one. a rap battle, but different. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, like uh, dances with wolves and. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I didn't see the show, so I can't think of it. Um, cheated oh, on Yellowstone. Yellowstone and dance with the wolves. Yeah. 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 But the first one we kind of cheated on because Liz saw it when she purchased it from Horrocks and Lansing. Um, it's not really an Oktoberfest at all. No. But it's got a big, giant pretzel. It certainly looks like... Yeah, it looks like it could be an Oktoberfest beer. But it's not. Yeah. But, so, this is kind of like a bogus imposter Oktoberfest. It's uh, Naughty. K-N-O-T-T-Y from O'Fallon Brewing Company. Um, It's a golden ale. So, this is probably going to taste just like a Budweiser. 
it tips the scales at 5.3% with 10 IBUs. So why it's in the uh, Oktoberfest? Because it's our pod, we put it in there. <laughs> so you know what? Actually, we could say, wow, uh, Golden Ale is way better drinking than an Oktoberfest or vice versa. Right. Is it vice versa or vice versa? I don't know. It's a, I always it's say a tomato. Bi- I always say vice versa. That's a that's a tomato tomato thing. I think. Talk to me, uh, Grandpa Blackhawk. He'll if anyone on the pod yeah. knows, he would know. But I always say vice versa. Right. I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever. And have you ever heard anybody ever other than in that fra- that phrase that you just said? Yeah. Has, do do you know anybody that says tomato? Uh, just the Europeans. All right. Or anybody that's trying oh, to sound fuck <laughs> on the notes. <laughs> this ain't, there's no way this is gonna be better than Oktoberfest. <laughs> that smells like it. That smells I'm like not, I'm not really getting anything. Oh, that's terrible, brother. Hope I don't have COVID. Yeah. Cheers. Me too. Woo, fuck, that's nasty. Oh. That's that bread. That's just terrible. Really? Oh fuck! I've got nothing. Well, I mean, I know, I know, I don't have COVID because I could taste. I, I smelled all the different smells and I got the notes off the last ones, and you know, it's not like I don't think COVID turns it on and off <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not worried about you having COVID. But I can't believe. You like, oh, Dave's but, drinking this shit. Let's turn it off. Oh. oh. I don't even know if I can continue to drink this one. How do you... That is so weird how two people... I, I mean, I literally... Oh, God. I've got nothing on this beer. Like, I don't... I mean, it, it tastes like a really weak... Like you said. Like it, Well, it tastes like a Bud Light. Yeah. There's, there's a flavor in it that I can't... Uh... Well, they said they tried to get the really bready... It must be, maybe that's what it is. It's, uh, they they, they uh, did something. Well, let me read it for crying out loud. They did something with the malts to get it that bready, create a, uh, a malty backbone with this. Uh, soft toasted, no, no, touch of uh, Red wheat and special roast create the soft, <clears throat> excuse me, toasty flavor along with a subtle tanginess. T- the tanginess, is that what you're getting? From the um, acidulated malt. The yeast helps to carry the soft, tangy malt or toasted flavor and aroma, giving way to a crisp, satisfying finish. Yeah, well, you there's clearly no, disagree. There's, yeah, there's no satisfaction <laughs> there at all. I mean, um, I'm okay with. I'm. I. I'm. Yeah, I don't, I'm not getting the same thing you are. All right, yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's horrible. Uh, all right. Well, sports. Let's start with baseball. Tuesday World Series. The Atlanta Braves faced the Houston Astros. Each team won their respective LCS four games to two. Now, obviously, I'm going to cheer because unless it's the Detroit Tigers, I cheer for the American League in the World Series. Okay. Um, And as the listeners know, if you turn back the clock to when um, Houston was found guilty of cheating with the trash cans and whatnot. And right. I supported them. Yeah. And I, so actually, um, that's why I'm not as livid with the Red Sox losing. Sure, I wanted the Red Sox to win, but quite frankly, I didn't think they were going to beat the Yankees right. in the wild card game. Right. I didn't think they were going to beat the Rays. They won that 3-1. to one. 
And then... Um, well, that's because they you had, laid down all that money to, so yeah, they could win. Yeah, see, I didn't hedge anything in the Houston series, and they lost. So you tell me if I don't have Paul. <laughs> see, the Red Sox should have got a hold of me and said, hey, keep betting. Right. But very interesting, and unless you're a Red Sox fan, nobody's probably aware of this because the way they mashed the hell out of the ball in game two in Houston and then the first game in Fenway. So Houston won the first game. Red Sox won the second game, just mashed the shit out of the ball. Right. Chased the guy in the first inning. Uh, first game in Fenway, mashed the shit out of the ball. Had a two games to one lead going to game four, the second game of the three at Fenway Park. Um, Houston let out, Houston at the top of the first had a home run. Uh, Bregman homered to give the Astros one nothing lead. Two outs, man on. Xander Bogarts hit a two-run homer to give the Red Sox a 2-1 lead after one. In game four. Yeah. Right. From yes, that right. point, this is mind-boggling. From the after as soon as Xander Bogart's foot touched home plate to give the Red Sox a two to one lead, they had four, five, and six. The, the remainder of game four, all of game five, all of game six, which, if you do the math, is eight and a third innings, nine innings, nine innings. Of at bats, yes. Um, obviously, the Houston didn't bat nine, you know, in the ninth inning uh, in Game Six because they didn't need to, but the Red Sox did. Yeah. So in eight and a third, and nine and seventeen and a third, and nine is in twenty six and a third innings. The Red Sox scored exactly one run on five hits in twenty seven and a third innings. It's almost like turning the turning off the faucet. It, you know, so I mean, it's mind boggling. Um, I said five hits. It was actually eight hits. They had three hits after the Bogarts homer in game four, three hits in game five, and were shut out in game six on two hits. So they had eight, one run on eight hits in 27 in the third innings. So no no deeper yeah. dive needs to be taken on that series. No. They just stopped fucking hitting. So, <laughs> um, But as I said all along, even, even on my highs, when they were in first place in the All-Star break, I think Cora's a great manager. They didn't make any moves at the deadline, which I blame the front office on that. Although Schwarber did end up being a big contributor. contributor I, yeah. I, I, I laughed when they, that was their move. But he did help out, so they could have done more, though. Uh, and they went further, than, and they battled COVID. They had a lot of guys go down with, with COVID, and that part of their losing streak but then they battled back beat the Yankees beat the Rays three to one had Houston two to one before bowing out so um didn't win it all but somewhat a successful year and go Astros I don't know if I'll bet it I think the Astros should win this series but okay so you're, so you're going with the Astros yes. what are they what's the line I didn't I haven't looked at the point spreads on that because I'll probably do it that um game by game basis and actually the Braves might it's probably going to be like 106, 106, minus 106, 110, something like that. Because Charlie Morton's the much better pitcher in game one. But the Astros are at home and probably a slightly better team. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Um, where the Astros are going to be a little hurt is they lose their DH games three, four, and five because they're in the National League Park. Right. Whereas Atlanta's gaining the DH in the American League Park. How does that work? Who, you know, how did. Typically, are there any stats? Have you seen anything like which team, you know, is it harder 
to lose your DH or is it harder for, you know, to, to scrape if you've never been playing, if you haven't been playing or not used to playing with one? Oh, it's a, it's a lot harder to lose your DH. Okay. Because the Braves have guys that are on the bench that can hit. Yeah. I mean, sure. No, nobody to the caliber of that big cat that they got in uh, Houston that's like six foot seven, 250-pound <laughs> Dominican that right. hit one a country mile against the Red Sox. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's definitely because, okay. I mean, the Houston pitchers never bat. Whereas at least the Atlanta hit. I mean, the Atlanta the Atlanta pitchers aren't going to do any damage per se. Right. But at least they're used to going up there. Okay. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's it's much easier to stick a bat in the lineup than take a bat out of the lineup. Gotcha. So. All right. But yeah, so that'll be game two. Is so when we do episode ninety eight, it'll probably be Tuesday, Wednesday, travel day, Thursday. Yeah, it could possibly over be over if somebody sweeps because that would be. Game four would be, I think, on Saturday. Okay. So, um, but I'll take the Braves and tell with the rest. You take the Braves? I'm, yeah, good. Thank you. I'm just, I was making sure you were paying attention. I'm taking the Astros. See, that's, a Freudian, that's, a, that's a Freudian slip. I, that, my, that my money may need to be bet on the Braves because I, I said say, it. Like, the way it goes, if, yeah. you want the, if you really want the Astros to win, you better bet on the Braves. And this you want to do them a favor. fucking horrible. I, I wish I could place that taste. But uh, all right, okay. college football. All right, college football. So going into yesterday, the narrative was there's no big matchups. You know, there should be a bunch of blowouts, yada, yada, yada. But all the all the pundits, all the common, pundits. Pundits. What did I say? Pundits. Oh, You're almost going What's a pundit? That's almost uh, – that's a Where did religion. I come up with that? I don't know. That's what the, isn't that what they call the Pope? Or a religious person. Oh, maybe, yeah. It's, but it's, yeah, it's Well, it, it is some people's religion, so maybe <laughs> that's what I meant. Anyway, pundits. Um, you know, they kind of caught wind of that and, and, and looked in the past, and why do you keep sniffing it? It's because like, it, it's, oh, it's, this smells like shit. Here, come here, smell this. I'm trying to place the taste. <laughs> oh, my God, this board is loose on the <laughs> stairs. Come here, try this out. Oh, anyway, keep talking about it. There, I'm trying to, I'll get this shitty ass yes, taste. This is one of these moments where, you know, if we were on YouTube, people would be laughing their ass off because they'd be looking at you. You keep you know bringing what? this up to your nose, back you... and forth, going, Ugh, and making that face, and you put it down and bring it back up. Ugh, that new story about the dad in Colorado, that's probably what, <laughs> this is probably what that diaper tastes like. Oh, my God, from last week? Yeah. Oh, stop anyway, doing go, that. Anyway, go on with the support. All right, so all the pundits start. They, they caught wind of that narrative, you know, and they're like, well, okay, so here's what happens is if you have a bunch of these matchups where, you know, there's a ranked team against a, who knows, you know, somebody, you know, at the bottom of their conference or whatever that, you know, this usually brings about some storylines where there's some upset. So moving forward, uh, and it really looked like at the beginning of the day, for those of you that watched it, um, a lot of these teams, as you would expect, you know, coming in going, ah, we're going to kick the shit out of these people, blah, blah, you know, and they, they kind of maybe go in with a little bit, uh, not much uh, juice like they normally would in a big game. Uh, first halves started off kind of slow yep. for some of these ranked teams. So, for example, uh, Navy and Cincy look like, you know, it was a pretty good game up until half. Um, Oklahoma and Kansas. I mean, Kansas Oklahoma was losing at halftime. Yeah, I mean, they. That, I think that was the first time this year, was it, that they were losing at halftime? Maybe? 
That I'm I not sure, know. but there was yeah. So that one uh, looked like it could be interesting, and it was even in the in the third. Um, what were uh, blah, 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 Northwestern and Michigan? Michigan, you know, kept Northwestern yep. in it for a bit. Um, what else? Ole Miss and LSU uh, looked like that was you know might be a game uh, through the first half. And then, uh, then we did get the upsets. Number seven, Penn State, got upset by Illinois, right? So what's going on there? And then uh, another Big Ten upset, Purdue, number 25. I don't know how much of an upset this was, really. Yeah, it got- was. I actually picked Wisconsin. Purdue had no business being in the top 25, but they just beat Iowa, right? Right. So they, they put them in the top 25. But they, sure. Because I actually picked Wisconsin, Wisconsin yeah. in that game. So, yeah, that wasn't an upset. But then there was the Iowa State, Oklahoma yep. State. Now Oklahoma State was ranked eighth, so Iowa State goes in there and beats them twenty four twenty one. Now we got uh, not really an. I don't know. What do you think? Your Canes was that an upset? Yeah, well, a slight upset because North Carolina State was a three and a half point favorite yeah. at Miami. Okay. But North Carolina State were were they ranked eighteen? Yeah. So yeah, it was definitely was an upset, but mild. But that's typical Miami, you know. Shock somebody every once in a while, but then they'll play somebody good and they'll be Fold shitty. Fold like a yeah. lawn chair. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you had a really a really good barn burner. Now, this one, the story to this one, if you didn't catch it. Now, Oregon is ranked number 10. Number 10 in the country. UCLA is unranked. They go into the Rose Bowl to play yep. UCLA, and Oregon's giving them points. Yep. So you have a you have a tenth ranked team against an unranked team, but yet the unranked team is getting points. So anyway, it Actually, worked the, out. UCLA was giving points. Giving points. Yes. What? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Um, so anyway, Oregon ended up beating them thirty four thirty one. The the other interesting one was Wake Forest. Now Wake Forest has got something. I think they're tied in their half of the ACC. Yeah. ACC. Yeah, they're undefeated. Uh, but seventy to fifty six yep. with Army. Yep, <laughs> I mean, what did the defense? Were they, they just they, sitting on was, the bench? Yeah, it was optional. Drinking. It's <laughs> like a, anybody in the stands want to come down. Um, so anyway, so the final uh, this morning when the rankings came out: Georgia, unanimous number one; Cincinnati two; Alabama three; Oklahoma four; uh, Ohio State five; Michigan six; Oregon seven; uh, MSU; Michigan State eight. Iowa 9, and Ole Miss 10. That's the team I'm cheering for is Ole Miss. I'm actually thinking I like I like watching Ole Miss. I don't know why, but they're, they're so fun they're, to watch. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't stop anybody. Right. But, although their defense played better against LSU, but they they, they can't. They don't. Like Lane Kiffin, even the head coach of yeah. Ole Miss, said that they're not, they don't figure they can stop anybody, so they just got to outscore everybody. <laughs> right. And anytime you got the Virgin Mary tattooed onto the quarterbacks, I'm sure that's the Virgin Mary. It's, it's actually pretty good ink. He's got a sleeve. Oh. And I'm, it, I didn't it notice sure that. It sure looks like the, the Virgin, Virgin Mary. Mary on his right arm. I mean, that that has right. to be. I mean, how do you go against that? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I mean. And the other reason, I'm, it's, this is a stupid reason. The other reason I'm sure for Ole Miss is because uh, that ESPN 30 for 30 goals of Ole Miss, that's one of my favorite 30 for 30s. Oh, gotcha. And it's uh, about the 1962 Ole Miss team when, uh, um, I'll think of it later, the the African-American enrolled in there, and it was an all-white school oh, okay. at the time. right. And they were, you know, they were literally called the National Guard in, and they were rioting on campus. Campus. So, um, yeah. 
I keep wanting to say Medgar Evers, but Medgar Evers was killed in that time period, but that's not the student that went to Ole gotcha. Miss. Well, the last thing, um, ESPN Game Day thought that the Georgia-Florida game would be their number one you know, game, but Fox uh, must have had rights to the Michigan-Michigan State. I think the Fox kickoff crew is going to, I think that game, that Michigan-Michigan State game, uh, undefeated in the Big Ten. I think that'll get a lot of viewers. Yeah, I don't like the start time on it. So no, start like time is a kick. Is a kick in the balls. It's a yeah, it's a noon start, and uh, I'm a little disappointed in you, Dave. The other one, my second favorite team, you left off because they actually got the college football week started. The coast, the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina, oh. number 14 in the country in Appalachian State, did Appalachian State te- things and beat them 30 to 27 <laughs> on a on a late field goal. Just I don't like know why did. I didn't catch. Well, because it was on Wednesday. Oh, that's probably why. Because I didn't. Yeah, if you have your, there it is. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I think it's pronounced Chanticleers. Yeah. No, uh, that would have been a good one to bring up. That would have actually probably been a good one to watch, too. Yeah. And then going back to the the other one. Uh, boy, I, I mean, I know you, when, you, when you lose 9, 10, 12, 15, 20, 99 people to the NFL yearly. Oh, Alabama, right. Although it doesn't seem to affect Alabama much. No. What, how did Clemson fall off the face of the earth as quickly as they did? I don't know. No, I mean, I mean, Pittsburgh, they went into Pittsburgh and got beat. They just, four and three. They just probably didn't reload like Alabama did. Obviously. Um, and then getting back, before we get into the NFL, um, who beat Penn State? Um, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. New, new this year, what is your take on uh, basically the NHL's version of the shootout? Yeah. Oh, the NHL. oh the, yeah, the, the, the overtime. The, the college football's version of the NHL's shootout to decide games after overtime. You get two cracks from the 25, right. as usual. Yeah. If you're still tied after the second, it becomes a two-point conversion right. contest. Yeah, they went to nine overtimes. Yeah. yeah, I don't... I'm on the fence. I mean, it... Does it almost feel like the putting on a person on second in the in the yeah. MLB? Yeah, well, that, that's exactly what it is, and that's why I didn't like <laughs> it's it. It's like let's get this thing going, let's get this thing done. When I saw the third and the fourth one, I was almost pissed, even though I didn't care who won that game. Yeah, I was almost pissed that they were doing it. It was like this is, but by the ninth one, it actually I I think if they went that long, it becomes a little exciting just because of the <laughs> rarity of it and how right. odd it was that nobody could make a two pointer. <laughs> The one part that I think or is silly, Or each team though, was making a two-pointer. Right. Yeah. The one part that I think is weird is how, like, the visiting team will go away from the student section. So they run a play from the three-yard line or two-and-a-half-yard line, wherever it is. And then the, the next, if it's still tied, they walk 100 yards to, right. to run one a three-yard play right. and walk 100 yards back. But so I, I don't. my initial reaction was I didn't like it, but I guess it's, like I said, it's basically the NHL's version of the shootout. Right. So, um, you know, at that point, though, why not just like a coin flip or like a field goal contest? You know, just have, you know, have the kickers just sit there with the ball on the tee and just, I don't know. Yeah, they could, I mean, well, they could trick it up as much like you said. They get, well, upon the completion of the fourth overtime, if we go to a fifth, each field goal right. kicker will kick one from the... With his opposite foot. Yeah, <laughs> left-footed. Yeah, exactly. But uh, We'll have the long snapper see if he can make a field goal from the 50-yard line. 
All right, well, before we get into the NFL, let's break out our uh, final Oktoberfest to get that naughty taste out of my mouth. Boy, <laughs> That's that, what she said. Yeah, that was a horrible beer. That's a good sign. Yes. And this one, why don't you tell the backstory behind this one, Dave? All right, so uh, we went to uh, Bain's Cider Mill in Freeland, uh, obviously to get a cider and a sandwich one evening, just to switch it up a little bit. We love Bain's. And um, I saw Stormtoberfest from Stormcloud Brewing Company in Frankfurt, Michigan. I'm like, hey, we're doing an Oktoberfest uh, show, and why don't I get that? Uh, but they didn't have it in cans or bottles, uh, so I had to get a um, a growler. So we've got a growler of this stuff. All right. Um, and we got it poured, and there's no possible way it can be worse than our full Oktoberfest. <laughs> this is 6% 20 IBUs. Cheers. Cheers. A little more Oktoberfest. Yeah, yes, especially on the finish. Yeah. So, and and way better than Naughty. So I could uh, really care less about anything else. It's just better than the Naughty. So I know I know, I know I have that going for me. Definitely the highest IBU of the night. It's got it's got a little. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, it's got yeah, a little yep. kick to it. Um. Oh, closing thing on uh. Before we get in the NFL. Uh, Michigan opened a three and a half point road favorite. Yeah, at at Michigan State. Yeah, everybody's got Michigan winning, which I love. Uh, I would be a little worried if Michigan State was favored, but this is going to give uh, my alma mater the fuel it needs to. I well, but we'll give your alma mater the fuel it needs if that quarterback from Michigan plays anything like he did against Northwestern. Northwestern, uh, yeah, Northwestern. Yeah, right. K. Uh, yeah, I don't know who it is. McCaffrey, no. Get in there! Hey, hey, my, I, I, I had a running back score a touchdown in fantasy football. Holy, Katie, bar the door. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, he was awful against Northwestern. So Ma- uh, McNamara, yes, Cade yeah. McNamara, yeah, he was yeah. awful against right Northwestern, yeah. So um, the thing I like is Michigan State. I think they're going to be able to um, pound for pound. They're going to be able to put a little pressure on him. I think. Yeah. I think. And, and State's defense is solid. Yeah. So, but anyway, on to the NFL. Well, I'll start with my uh, Bears, and I don't. I, I, <laughs> and I'm pretty much done with the Bears for today because they didn't even fucking get off the team plane against Tampa Bay today as they were drubbed. And Tampa Bay literally was pulling people out of the stands to play the second half just so their starters didn't get hurt. And they still beat the Bears 3 to nine. No, in the second half it was 3-3. to three. Or did the Bears get their field goal in the first? Well, anyway, 38-3 was never a ball game. Matt Nagy should be ashamed of himself. Uh, hopefully Justin Fields doesn't get hurt or so frustrated. All he's got to keep think, saying to himself is, hey, Peyton Manning was 1 of 15 his rookie year. Yeah. And not that in Fields isn't going to be 1 of 15 because he's not even going to, A, they play 17 games, and B, he didn't start all of them anyway. Right. So. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, what an what an awful. I mean, I didn't, I actually had Tampa minus 12 and a half. So I mean, that was an easy cover anyway. But um, 
Yeah, there's nothing more to be said. It was an absolute pathetic display and, and actually should get a coach fired. I, I'm sure they won't because the McCaskies are cheap. Speaking of that game, do you want to talk about Brady's 600th? Yes. Uh, he needed. He had 598 coming in. He threw, I think he ended up with four. Yeah, because the, the fifth touchdown was a four-net run. So he had four touchdowns, three to Mike Evans. And on the 600, 600th, one, he, he gave it to a fan. <laughs> Did you see when they, they they brought the cameras back to Evans that they, they yeah. were actually they were they were able to capture one of the coaches telling Evans like dude that was his six hundredth and Evans is like what oh oh my god I gave the yeah. ball yeah I I'm sure they'll get the ball back they did and what are they going to have to give that fan that was that's a question for you later all right I'll bring that back up later all right and then Packers won their sixth straight after. Playing New Orleans in Jacksonville on the first week of the season, Green Bay's just ripped off six straight wins. Um, the AFC champs, the Chiefs, not that Tennessee beat them, because Tennessee is five and two, but for the Chiefs to be three and four, and not only three and four, I mean, they, they got beat 27-3. Well, that game wasn't even close, and that was like basically the game of the day, almost. And that game wasn't even close. Um... Lions fought hard again for uh, the head coach. It was an exciting yeah, game. I mean, fell short. Raiders are two and zero now without Gruden. And uh, what was the other game that I want to do a uh, mention here in the NFL? Uh, where is it, Dave? Where is it? Where is where it? Where is it, Mike? Oh, the Cardinals. Uh, how in the world are the Cardinals seven and zero? Well, obviously, because they scored more points than their opponents seven weeks ago. I know <laughs> right. that. And that now, talk, one of the streaks is going to end Thursday because Thursday it's Green Bay at Arizona. Right. So either Green Bay's six game winning streak ends. Yep. Or Arizona's unbeaten season ends. And you might, somebody might say, well, they, they could tie. Well, then we'd just rephrase it. They would be, uh, right. you know, but they're not going to tie. I'll, I'll throw that out the window. There's no tie. Fuck the tie. Um, oh, the other game. Uh, my older son, Justin's favorite team, the Bengals. I mean, went into Baltimore and um, <laughs> just, yeah, under- just annihilated them. <laughs> and Joe, boy, I tell you what, that should be the Bears should be looking at Ohio State wide receivers that Justin Fields Has had a, a relationship yep. with that are available. In next year's draft, because yeah, uh, Burrow and Chase. I mean, it's Burrow's second year. You know, he played half a year and then blew out his knee last year, and then Chase, Jamar Chase, from LSU is a rookie this year. But the two played together. I yep. mean, yep. and those two, those two look like uh, Brady and Gronk almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, uh, Chase had, I think, eight catches for. 208 yards and a 82-yard touchdown, which had consisted of some of the worst tackling you'll ever see in an NFL football game. But, hey, still scored a touchdown. Hats off to Chase. But, yeah, I mean, those two are looking like they're seasoned vets, and it's yeah amazing. You know, So, like I say, I don't know what Ohio State receiver is still there that feels through to, but the Bears should go get him. <laughs> yeah, and that sometimes I look at that, and I don't know, I don't know if you feel the same way. I mean, obviously, I'm not an NFL player, but sometimes yeah. it look. No, I'm oh. not. I, I just to let you know. Okay. I mean, I know with the physique and everything, yeah. I look like I could be, but uh, 
it, sometimes it looks like they're trying to throw games because they're just throwing an arm yeah. at some. You know what I mean? It's just like like you, you're not even trying to launch your body into them. You're just throwing an arm at a leg. How are you supposed yeah. to stop somebody? Like I'm like here comes a freight train. I'm gonna stick my hand <laughs> out here and I'm gonna try to stop it. Yeah, not gonna happen. Right. Oh, the other thing. I don't know. Getting back to the Green Bay game. You were supposed to remind me, Dave. I'm glad oh. I remember. 24-10 is the final. Yep. I don't know if it would have ended up any different. Taylor Henneke oh. is rolling out, and he's running to the end zone. Yeah. And he dives into the end zone. His knee hit the ground before he crossed the goal line, but this isn't college. You have to be touched to be down. Right. I mean, you, you could roll down the field and score a touchdown and nobody touches you. Right, correct. And he... Dove into the end zone to avoid the linebacker that was going to come rip his head off. So he dove into the end zone. Right. I saw it. Head first, not feet first. Yep. And they reviewed that play and said that the, when his knee touched, that's where he's down because he gave himself up. He didn't fucking give himself up. <laughs> he dove into the end zone to, to avoid a hit. Right. So now instead of a touchdown, which I think at the time would have made it 21-14, I'd have to look yeah, back. I at can't it. remember yeah. either, but, but yeah. They, instead of making it 21-14, 14-14, whatever it would have been, right? it went to fourth and goal from the one, and they got stuffed. Okay, well, that, you know, some, you know, Packer fans would say, well, if they would have made the fourth and goal, then, you know, they, they have nothing to bitch about. The point is they shouldn't have needed to be in that fourth and goal because he scored a touchdown. Right. He didn't give himself up. Clearly. He did. Yeah, I mean, if you go by the rules anyway, but right. they didn't want to because, go by the rules. And what I what I put but out these on quarterback my... rules are so like they're so they're so fuzzy. They're so like you know, is he down? Is he not down? Right. Is he giving himself up? Is because that's what I I don't like. That's what's stupid about the given. Okay, he gave himself up. No, he didn't. But secondly, okay, then why? Okay, 15, 14, 13, complete a Africa. Get everybody in line of scrimmage. Get everybody up. Go go go. Spike. <coughs> Excuse me. Why isn't that called intentional grounding? Yeah, because uh, yeah, <coughs> he's I mean, um he's stopping the clock. I know that, but by by definition, that's intentional grounding. <laughs> I mean, by definition alone, that right. is what he's doing. Right. But that's not a penalty, right? So yeah, he did I, not. If he would have went feet first like a pussy, right? And then yes, the rule is when you start your slide, you're giving yourself up, and the ball is spotted there. Correct. If he would have went feet first. But he didn't. He went head first. I, yeah, we wouldn't have had the, the last two minutes of conversation on the pod because it would have been like, hey, you pussy, you shouldn't have went feet first. He didn't go feet first. That was a horrible call, possible game changer. Yeah. And and I actually had Green Bay minus nine and a half. So, I mean. <laughs> it make a lot of people upset. And then the next drive, Antonio Gibson fumbled the ball. The Packer clearly should have had it, but it squirted out in the – Washington football team lineman fell on it. And the initial ruling was Green Bay's ball, Green Bay recovered, was down by contact. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this is crazy that, you know, in these uh, John Gruden emails that got out, the intended target of the Gruden thing, in my opinion, is Daniel Snyder. Okay. Um, Gruden was the only one that, you know, got the backlash from those emails. So I'm thinking Goodell wants to go after... Schneider, and he's going to deliberately... They, well, this is a new conspiracy was, yeah. theory. Okay, I see what you're That going. one was so bad, though. Even the officials said, oh, geez, 
we can't stick to the call here because this is pretty bad. So that one was overturned, and Washington ended up getting the ball back and then pissed, pissed away another scoring opportunity. So that one, you, I'm not blaming, but he did not give himself up on that play, and that play was a touchdown. And why did I take note of it so much? Is yes, because Taylor Henneke is a quarterback of mine in a fantasy football league. Speaking of fantasy football, if you go to our Facebook page, Flight Football and anything else, give us a like. And if you scroll down to one of the tweets, I do have standings through week six, which, by the way, you're leading and I'm in dead last because my team is injury-riddled beyond belief. <laughs> Rock on. All right. All right. So let's close out our uh, second annual Oktoberfest. I'm, as you drink more of this, and I'm going to have a repour, I believe, hey. of the growler that or the... The size less than a growler. I think it's the one under the growler. Prowler, I think it's called. Um, I'm as you drink more, mm-hmm. you got the caramel notes. Yep, more and more. Um, I would agree. And this is actually probably my favorite Oktoberfest of the night. So I will give it a three eight 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 because Mike Eddy at Dixie Motor Speedway. Used to be my favorite race car driver many, 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 many years ago. Um, and then Naughty, um, I could be, I don't think we've ever given, I'm, you know what, I'm going to go 1.00. That fucking beer was terrible. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and that beer, yeah. What, the, the, what did you give it? I gave it a one. A That's one. terrible. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to give, uh, I actually, I think Festival was my favorite of the night, so I had that. So I'm going to go 3.60 uh, on the Stormtoberfest. And, you know, I didn't mind the, I mean, the the O'Fallon naughty, nah. I mean, I'm still going to put it at a 2.25. Right, I thought it was pretty harmless, but it, there was nothing yeah. about it that was great. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I'll be interested to see what Untapped has those two rated. You want me to look it up right now? Yeah, why don't you? Okay, so Untapped. All right, so the O'Fallon Naughty, the Golden Ale, uh, 5.6 thousand check-ins at 3.36. Yeah, those people are nuts. That's that's crazy. <laughs> Stormtoberfest. Um, yes, the Marzan. Uh, as you would expect from some of the Northern Michigan microbrews, only 441 check-ins at 3.75. So uh, that's right in the middle of where we were. You were at a 3.88 and I was at a 3.60. Yeah, I can live with 3.75 more than the 3.36. There's no way that beer is a 3.36. So your favorite of the night was the Stormtoberfest. Correct. From uh, Stormcloud Brewing in Frank uh, Frankfurt, Michigan. And mine was the Festival... That was the um, uh, the Rake Beer Project. Yes. Yeah. All right. Third and final tasting, Dave. This is one of the many uh, donations from loyal listener Jeff Laporte. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. It's Horny Monk from Petoskey Brewing. And Carson Wentz <laughs> just threw an awful interception. Oh, my God. Well, he, that was he, a shovel pass. Yeah, first and goal, and he... he how many times have we seen that today? Yeah, I don't know. That that was one of the worst decisions you'll ever see in a professional level. Um, anyway, back to the, the beer here. Uh, Horny Monk from Petoskey Brewing Company. 6.9%, 2.2 2 
20 IBUs, um, which makes episode 97 IPA free. Wow. I, 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 don't know think, it was, I don't know if it's more odd that I didn't know. I didn't realize that. Um, I didn't really realize it until I was writing down the, uh, the stats for Horny Monk. Oh, and, and um, cats and dogs are going to start living together? And I don't, I'm not going to say it's the first time, but of 97 episodes, I bet you there are very, very few that have been IPA-free. Agreed. So, well, anyway, without further ado... What has a Oktoberfest color to it? Yeah, very red. Red copper. Some good notes. Cheers. Cheers. Huh. Yeah. A Belgian oh. double. Yeah, right on the can here. Deep reddish, malty, and complex Belgian ale, or style ale. Six different types of malted barley, Belgian candied syrup, and Belgian yeast are combined to produce a very smooth, complex, and slightly sweet ale. It is slightly sweet. I will say that. So, uh... Yeah, I do like that. Better, right, looking so head, better looking head coach, Matt LaFleur of the Packers or Sean Payton of the Rams? Oh. Uh, I'm going Sean Payton because I think Matt LaFleur is almost too pretty. Yeah, but LaFleur, he's from, uh, he's a Michigan guy, right? He's a central Michigan. Well, that, that doesn't mean anything. Well, it doesn't, but if I can't decide and they're both, you know, right. handsome dudes, then I'm probably going to go with the Michigan guy. And speaking of that, did I mention this on the? I wanted to say it last week, it, so but it bears repeating because I don't remember your answer. If I did ask you, yeah, it's not really a question, but do you agree or disagree with me? Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, right, is a better looking female as a male. Oh, I don't remember this question, and I disagree. Trevor but, Lawrence, you haven't even heard okay, it. Yet. Okay, all right, all right Trevor all right. Lawrence. Is a better looking female as a male than um, Caitlyn Jenner is oh. as a female? Oh my god! I think I think uh, Trevor Lawrence is prettier than Caitlyn Jenner, which is weird. <laughs> Would you agree though? Wow. Trevor Lawrence is prettier than Caitlyn Jenner. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't know what's more weird: this occasional glimpse into the mind of Mike Peters. It's something that's when you're watching as much TV as I when you're watching as much TV as I watch, and you know, and the two were kind of close together. I watched the, uh, um, the the, the it was, it's a series on uh, Amazon Prime or something called the 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 final story or the 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 end of the story or something like that. Yeah, the untold story, untold okay. or whatever yeah. it was called. Yeah. and they showed it was like Bruce Jenner's male life. Yeah, told by Caitlyn. Okay. And like she's looking at the, the Olympic gold medals and she's like, well, this is Bruce's life. Bruce lived the life. And Bruce, you know, the, sure. it's the same fucking person. <laughs> but anyway, she's talking as if it was somebody else. But anyway, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, man. And, and, and it's got me thinking because actually, Bruce Jenner, as a male, 
was yeah. prettier than Caitlyn Jenner is as a female. <laughs> and then I got, and then I saw the Jag, there's, there's I saw Jackson, that, yeah. I saw Jacksonville in London. Uh-huh. And then the, I, I thought about. So that's how the okay. mind works. It's like because right. I think Trevor Lawrence is prettier <laughs> as a male. All right, so Caitlyn. this isn't. Yeah, I'm glad you did the backstory because I was a little concerned you had way too much time on your hands or something. But I get it now. Well, that I, I, yeah, I mean, that I probably do. But it just it makes you think. Yeah. So now, next time any of our listeners are going to watch a Rams game or a Packer game, and they're going to get uncomfortable because they're going to say, "God damn it, Michael's right. That guy is a good looking guy." And then they're going to feel uncomfortable because they're they're not comfortable with their own sexuality. They're going to be like, "I'm not watching the Rams because Sean Payton's too good looking." Jesus, <laughs> I'm yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, with all of our listeners out there, there's probably somebody that might be uncomfortable because they're not okay with their own sexuality but in any event yes anyway. we're okay with it so yep. so you know we, we're okay we don't feel uncomfortable talking about those things but no i would agree with you i guess i would agree with you i don't think trevor lawrence looks that great as a female he's well i mean as or i know i, I, I know i know, I know what you're you saying. worded the question correctly i but yeah no, I right. No, I no. Uh, Bruce Jenner was, I think, was a handsome guy. I remember way right. back when on the the Wheaties when, box. The Wheaties yeah. box, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was going to ask you though. The other thought from the other segment was um, Dan uh, uh, Snyder. Yes, owner like, of the Washington football. You have team. this new conspiracy theory that he was the real target of that, and um, you know. Um, so how how would he if that if he was the target then how would he have gotten away with that how would he have not gotten you know in the mix? Well, because the investigation is actually on the Washington football team with their because they've had a bunch of uh, harassment and discrimination charges brought against their team. Gotcha. So that's why the emails between Gruden and. Uh, a defensive coordinator, whoever it was, sure. with the Washington football team. That's how it got in there. And then got you. The other, the, why I think it's a conspiracy is because although it can happen in like rare situations with the uh, what's that the real old rich guy that owned the uh, Clippers. Uh, oh, and and he made uh, some racist comments. About, I can see his face, yeah. but I can't. I don't know the. But name anyway, so yeah, he was eventually ousted as an owner. But Goodell works for the owners. Yeah. So Goodell can't fire Daniel Snyder. Right. But if you you dig up enough dirt, like what happened in the NBA with the guy that uh, mm-hmm. you know, whose wife was with, right, a younger. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. You know, yeah. And so I think he, they were just trying to dig stuff up. Right. And then in hopes that, like, because Gruden now obviously has nothing to lose now. And so now Gruden can start throwing haymakers. I mean, sure. he's never going to work again. Right. And he's got $40 million of his uh, $60 million or $100 million contract from the Raiders. And I don't know if, I don't know if Davis paid him any additional to step down or whatever. But, God, you would like to think $40 million would hold you would through. Would hold you through, yeah. But, I uh, would hope. But now, I mean, what's he got to lose? Because now nobody's going to want him on TV. Shit, $400 would hold me through till next week anyway. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so nobody's going to want him on TV. I, I, the only hope he has is, like, a college program, like where Deion Sanders, that level, 
oh, is maybe. looking for something to you know to maybe rebuild and bring in old John Gruden to coach at that level, uh, and then he could rebuild his name and reputation. Yeah, it's not going to happen anytime oh, soon. Oh, no, for sure. But you know, so that's but that's why I think yeah. I, I said that, and then with that call on the one was so bad, the fumble was so bad that the officials even said, "Geez, we can't really go with this one. We got to." Right. You know, yeah, yeah. But um, I wonder if Carson Wentz can't tell the difference between red jerseys and white jerseys. He might be. He might be <laughs> I would say he'd be cl- colorblind, but white's not really a – it's all the colors. Um, yeah, so he I – because mean, he's been throwing some a lot of balls right into the chest of the, <laughs> the Niners' jerseys. Um, I don't know if it's, it's – I don't think it's my random question yet. It, you did last week. It's my random question. All right, but week. I've got a question for you just for – it'll be – it's not really a random question. Of, sure. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I said my biggest fear was death, correct? Yes. So, now, of all the thrill-seeking th- thrill things people do, um, which are you most likely to try and least likely to try? Um, skydiving. I will do that. Uh, actually, I, I think I mentioned there was a pod, don't know, somewhere between <laughs> the first and this one. I don't, I can't, I, I have to believe that I mentioned it, but we went, a bunch of us, uh, when we were in college, paid like 150 bucks to go get, to go jump out of a plane. But it was, um, it was tethered. It wasn't tandem. So you hooked in to the plane and as you left the plane, it pulled your shoot out. So you were by yourself. But you had six to eight hours of training. This guy, he was a, he was a retired ranger. He had a barn set up. Um, he had a bunch of shoots, you know, hanging from the from the barn, and you practiced different right. oh, things. Yeah. And you know, and he had a he actually had a Cessna uh, that was cut in half. And so you practiced sitting where you would sit and how you would move and put your feet out and how you would exit the plane. Um, it was actually really cool. I felt at the end of the training that I'd be able to do it. You know what I mean? I was pretty comfortable with it. But uh, lo and behold, there was too much wind, air quotes, and so you had to come back, you know, and... Then you just never got it I never, I never went back. Now, a couple of the, a couple of the people, Chris Brown, um, his girlfriend at the time, and I think another friend, uh, they, ended up, they ended up jumping. They ended up going back and doing it. Uh, but I never did. Now, as far as uh, what I would not do, oh, I don't know. It's probably a toss-up between uh, bungee jumping and, you know, um, you know, they have these shark attractions now where you can go down and dive within. They feed the shark so you can see a shark. And this is actually going to be very – the listeners are – hopefully that we don't lose listenership here because – Why? It, it almost seems this is planned – and no, this is no because it's it's funny. Just okay, go ahead and finish your thought because it's no it's because those are the two it. things that I would probably like. Yeah, I'll pass. I'll watch. See, and that and, and the funny thing is, those are my two. Even though I don't know, it would be interesting if I was up in that plane. I and because I don't count going. I don't count jumping with somebody else. That's right. Okay. I mean, because you're not really doing it. Right. Well, I mean, you are jumping out of the plane at. I understand, many I understand but I'm talking. You're I mean, the person that, because I'm going to be the person that's. Oh, you're shitting my pants. 
And I'm, I'm going to be the one that fucking forgets to pull the ripcord. <laughs> and then, come on! But, I don't know if I could do it, because that would, I don't, that would be so, I mean, I get. I can see the, them standing on the ground, kind of watching this little dot fall yeah, like, out of the sky, going, this stupid motherfucker's not going to pull the cord. <laughs> Well, he's coming in hot, isn't he? <laughs> and then off in the distance on the horizon, you, hear, you see this little poof. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, but, um, dust. <laughs> but yeah, so I would, I mean, because I get a pretty good adrenaline rush going up that hill on Millennium Force. Oh, yeah. You know. Sure. And I mean, yeah, so, you know. Absolutely. Something, yeah, could yeah, happen yeah. On, something could happen on that where you're in danger, but for the most part, I mean, it's pretty safe. Right. You know, so it's like. If, so what would I mean? I, I may have a heart attack on the plane because, like, how do you prepare yourself? And like you're right, when I would when I said these thrill seeking because mostly th- thrill seeking things you do have to go through some training, right? You know, you don't just right. you know go up to somebody and say, "Hey, you fly a plane because I'm gonna I want to parachute jump out of it," and they're going, like, "Hey, okay, let's go." <laughs> so I mean, you got to do you know training right. in that, but right that would probably be the because I, I don't know why I would rather skydive. Be scared shitless, then bungee jump. Bungee jump to me just seems ridiculously <laughs> stupid. <laughs> just to see the the, uh, yeah, because I mean that for me, I don't know. You just you have to trust in the person packing the right. chute and right. doing all that stuff right. But you know if you're bungee jumping, that is, that's you got to trust in the person's got the right the bungees at the right yeah. length. You know, for the weight that you are, because they do have to adjust that slightly. Right. You know, for your weight. Um, yeah, you're just watching the earth, you know, really quickly approaching. Yeah. So that, I've mentioned that too on the pod before, but I have a problem with if I'm up in a tall building and there's a glass window, yeah. if I'm seven, eight, nine stories or more and there's a total glass from floor to ceiling, I'm not going anywhere right. near it. I'll scrap I make my, my hands. I, I make myself. So you wouldn't. You wouldn't walk out on the glass bottom floor of the Grand Canyon then. Hell no. We were going to, but when they wanted $120 a person, it was like, well, you don't want to do it that bad. Right. But no. uh, but yeah. if I'm, like, I went up in a hot air balloon. And we yeah, went see, up, I would, see, that would that would be actually, that's. How am I that scared of heights? Right. But yet, I'm perfectly fine in a hot air balloon. Uh, and we were up that, we were in the, it was in the middle of the winter. Uh, it was a gorgeous day. Uh, but apparently, because in the winter, you know, they they don't use as much fuel. They can go a little bit higher, a little Excuse bit farther, a little bit longer right. in the air, because um, the air is cold right. and the balloon stays up farther or longer, rather. But uh, no, I thought that was fantastic. I, I don't know, so I'm thinking I will be okay. Maybe because the ground is so far away when you're jumping out of a plane. At first, it doesn't seem real. I don't know. See, now I would hot air balloon. I'm, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, so bun- I would rather skydive over bungee jump, and the one I would not do—I I didn't even mention shark. I wouldn't do any type of deep sea scuba snorkeling. None of that shit. I would not want. Yeah. I would have no interest in that whatsoever. You could pay me. You could pay for my lessons. Like scuba diving, would you snorkel? You'd snorkel. No, really. No, I don't. I don't even like. I don't like. Th- I'm oh, um right. Roy, well, I'm Brody. <laughs> I'm just like, you're, you're the sheriff of an island and you don't like the water? I, I don't like it. I, just, I do not like the water. Huh, all right. Um, yeah, so I would, 
I would skydive before I I'd scuba diving. I have no interest in that. I hate it. If I got a bunch of people around me and half of them have, uh, and half of them have like the the spear guns yeah. and stuff, and I, I would be okay with that. But when you're calling in, when you're chumming and you're bringing oh, in these monster sharks, like see the, the wildlife isn't even my fear. The, my fear is drowning. Oh I, yeah, I don't have any fear of that. And then, but the, yeah. The one I didn't, so we were in total agreement, and I was hoping there would be some differences, but we were in total agreement. That's why I said the listeners probably would think we were we fixed this. But the one I didn't think of was a hot air balloon. There's no way I could do a hot air balloon. Hot air balloon, I would, I know for a fact I'd have a panic. You'd attack. sit right down on the bottom of the basket. I don't even know if thumb. that. I don't even know if that would work because I'm the type. Because it, <laughs> you're, you're ten feet off the ground. You because even though out. even though it's wide open, yeah, even though it's wide open, uh huh. It's still you're you're just still trapped up there, right? And I'm the type in the elevator, like especially in a big building. Yeah. Like if you're on the 37th floor, you stop, and if there's like a, a two count before those doors open, I'm thinking fucking you. These fucking doors better open <laughs> because I don't know what I'm going to do. Because right. this is I I will, and and I I actually think it's worse if I'm alone. Oh, maybe. And that's the only reason I didn't. We had to take the stairs on the Eiffel Tower from the first to the second floor. And it was a bitch. It was colder than fuck. And it was, <laughs> and Liz just d- didn't want to take the stairs. So it's like, all right. I made it to the second floor. because, But in the second floor, the elevator from the second to the very top of the Eiffel Tower was available. It was working. Oh. The, the, the ground to the second wasn't, but the second to the... the so I walked all the way up there, and it was fucking cold, and, and I made it. It was, it was a fucking hike. I mean, I was, and, you know. Yeah, right. And But I got up there, and I'm like, took like three steps towards the elevator, and I'm like, ah, fuck it. What I, You're there. Why I, wouldn't you? Because I, I, what if that fucker got stuck, and I'm alone <laughs> in a different country, don't speak the language, and I'd have been like, I, I would have fucking murdered somebody in the elevator if it got stuck. Or, yeah. Because... The the one from the ground to well, the I second talk- got stuck. Yeah. Why would the one from the second to the third get stuck? So I pussied out. But wow. I didn't want... Well, how I many pods want- ago did I teach you how to say shit in French? La, two. One or two. Yeah, okay. So you just scream man or two. It was, it was two. It was All two right. because it was, it was here at the cell studio. But yeah. I think the French also know the word fuck, too. I- yeah, well, anyway, but yeah, so that's... <laughs> but yeah, so I... But I, I don't know if I could go through with the skydiving, though. It would... Yeah, no, you're, I, but you're, you, know, you, know, you know what I mean. I, especially with the with I don't think with the um, tethered, so you're hooked in. You know, like uh, you see, like the Rangers, like a, a U.S. Army Ranger. You know, they hook into the plane and jump out, and that big cord, you know, pulls your chute out for you. Obviously, your chute's out right away, so you're not as high off the earth. You're not as high off the ground. Um, you might be able to deal with that right away because you're not in free fall for that long, like Uh-oh. seconds. Yeah, because your shoots out right away. So you're at that point you're floating. But if you don't like, if you don't think you'd like hot air balloons anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, hot air balloon. I know I wouldn't like because that's yeah. too slow yeah. and it's too much time to think. Yeah, with and your luck, with your luck, Mike. Though you'd you'd probably be sitting there enjoying it. You'd have the two little control handles, and you, yeah, this isn't that bad. And then a second plane would come along, <laughs> right through your chute. Anyway, uh, do we want to go with my random question? 
Sure. Okay, now this is actually, this is really funny why, and we did not prepare this. No, we never do. We didn't. So, um, all right. I, I'm going to give two random questions because okay. the one I was going to I was going to do at the end of the NFL section and I didn't. So first one is the fan that got uh, Tom Brady's 600th regular season touchdown pass. Um, they had to have a um, uh, um, they had to have a, a Buccaneer official go and ask for the ball back. Right. So in those cases, as you know. You know, the, the fan's going to get something for it. Right. Okay. He was given the ball, clearly. Um, Evans was really shocked. They Later on in the game, they showed a, a video that they caught of him being told, hey, you just gave away Tom Brady's 600th ball. Uh, so what would you, how would you negotiate? What would you ask for? Realistically, okay, you yes. can't say right. you right. can't say, oh, I want a G six. I right. want you know, right? All right, for that. Now, given the situation we're in, my request would be very simple, and it would be it would be interesting to see if he did it, because given what we do, this is episode ninety seven. Uh huh. If I had that ball, yeah, I would say, Tom, you can have the ball, and you don't even have to be in person with us. But I would like to do a Zoom interview with you for flights, football, and anything else. And in addition to doing the interview, you're gonna, you're gonna, and I, I, I'll give them the, the prelog. Like, hey, we do mm-hmm. three episodes. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be with us, and if you don't want to taste a beer, you'll be the first and only guest that didn't taste a beer with us. And that's fine, but you're gonna be on for the the hour, hour and forty minutes we do it. Yep. And you're gonna you're gonna have final say whatever we say. You know, we're not gonna edit and make you look bad or stupid or anything. Right. And then, in addition to being on it, you have to put it out on your social media. I like it. And you know, and I so like it a lot. Not, not necessarily every episode. And then, right. and then who knows? Maybe he had such a good time. Maybe he'd come back and be a weekly visitor or, or whatever. Okay. Now that's obviously okay. dream scenario. But right. yes. So I like the idea. The only part I don't like is that's bullshit. He's gonna fly us out there, and we're gonna do the interview in person. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's the that that's, would, that, that would be that the would, thing that would be better. Yeah, we could even do it like. From one of like the quarterback room at. Where well, the, at that point, I don't give a shit where we do it from. Yeah, that okay, good. We point. can do it from the fifty yard line. But yeah, so now in Tampa. So in that situation, I would. Um, so in our situation, that's seriously what I would do. Yeah. Let's say this podcast is nothing, and you know. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Whatever. Oh yeah. I would like to think that I would say. Give me an autographed jersey. If I'm from the area and can make games regularly. Yep. If I'm from the area, um, give me tickets to another game. And if the if you guys go to the Super Bowl again, I'd like a couple tickets to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what? It's amazing because you, you didn't. You said you didn't see I that didn't, part of the game where they. I didn't see my. I just. I didn't even know he gave it away until we were sitting and I looked and I was queuing up the NFL for segment two and what games I wanted to talk about. And it, the big picture on ESPN.com was Evans gives, accidentally gives away Tom Brady's 600th ball. Right. So 
That is from what the uh, sideline reporter said. That the first thing was he he was getting a signed jersey, which is more. Well, I don't know if it'd be worth more than because he's the only player to throw six hundred touchdown passes. But right, so he's getting a signed a, jersey. He's getting a signed than, jersey, yeah. and she alluded to the fact that negotiation was still open. Okay, you know, so he's going to get tickets yep. or something additional. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like I said, I I wouldn't be that. God, I wouldn't think. I know some listeners are out there and be like, "Oh, fuck that!" I if they want it. I want a half million dollars. And, but they could, you know, Tom Brady would be the type of like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'll just because I'm going to throw because actually. He threw the second one was a six hundred, so it isn't really in theory isn't the six oh two one worth more because that's the NFL record now is the six oh two ball. Oh, so right, every yeah, touchdown yeah. he throws is a record. Yeah, right. You know, so I mean, to to exactly. extort somebody, I don't think is prudent. But I like the podcast. I like the, the podcast. podcast one. Like, hey, dude, he went- all I want is I want you on. I want you on yeah. the show. We're going to interview you. Yep. We're a couple local yokels. You know, we have some listenership. Yep. We've been doing it's and it's not like we've done two of these and we've done like the first one in August, the second one yeah. in February. Right. I mean, we do it every week. Yep. You know, this and this is what it's about. We don't talk about this Saturday. Explain hey, we've had it. an NFL player on yes. here before. Yeah, see? Yeah. And that's what I mean. So yeah. and I can't believe you'd say no to that request. <laughs> I would hope not. He could. Yeah, he could. He could. But but I, then we'd have a 600 touchdown pass. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second random question. 90-year-old William Shatner went into space on October 13th. Now, based on this is... Now, I had this prepared. It was all written down. And then, you know, you had your question about, you know, thrill-seeking right. and whatever. So, I mean, this is this is weird how this segued yes. in here. This is very bizarre. But so bizarre, listeners might not even buy it. But they it is probably, true. It, they, it is, is true. Yeah, we we did not prepare this in any way, shape, or form. So based on what you said before, I kind of know the answer to your random question, maybe. But William Shatner went up at ninety years old. Would you do it if you were asked? If they said, you know what, Mike, you know, we just we love the like Bezos and, did. Yeah. The, no. You'd have, you'd have either absolutely fucking not. No. Not not a snowball chance in fucking hell. <laughs> Okay. There's no way in the world. All right. All right. So I anticipated that. So the second part to this question is, okay, if there was a plague and the only way to survive it, okay, is to go to a secret base that they have on the moon. They've already made it. It's already there just in case the human race was in jeopardy, whatever. And they needed somebody with incredible organizing uh, skills and they needed a merchandiser, you know, on this base. All right. Because there's beverages, there's food, there's, you know what I mean? They needed somebody that, so, you know, they handpicked, they said, who's the best guy available? Mike Peters, we need him to go and, and be part of this new colony. Would you do it or would you stay and be victim to the plague? How many, roughly speaking, of my friends and family, how many are coming with me? Zero. No, I'm not. Okay. No. All right. And which is which is really weird because if my biggest fear is death, then I'm going to stay on with the plague. But I mean, the travel <laughs> to the moon is not going to cut it for me. No. No. So. What if they knocked you out? What if they said, Mike, we're going to knock your ass out. You'll be unconscious the whole time, and you'll wake up on the moon. But that's what really scares me about my nurse knee surgery because they're going to knock me out from a knee surgery, and what if I never wake up? Well. 
What's it going to matter if you don't? Well, but the not knowing is what's the, this, <laughs> the fear of the whole fucking thing. But you're going to be okay up until that point. I, but I couldn't do that. There's no what, pain involved. I don't want to be alone uh, less than my fear of dying. Because, you know, if like Liz, Justin, Nick, you. Uh, right. Grandpa Blackhawk, my mom, my sisters. Yeah, if, if, if they the can't, all, yeah, the fishman. They can't all come with me. Then I'm not. Why go travel in space and? Yeah, so no, I, I would have to. I'd say no. I'm your merchandiser down here on Earth, and then when the plague hits, then we're all just done. Okay, so last part of the question. All right. Mm-hmm. So they so. Everything up and what I've said up until now. So you got to go. You know, there's got a secret base. They're going to try to save as much of the, you know, the important people of the human race. And Mike Peters is one of them. So they say, well, we got to repopulate. So you're going to have, you know, three or four of your own harem that you're going to help us repopulate after the plague is over and it's kind of run its course and we can come back to the planet. Would you go? No, because that would that would just make me a really bad person. So leave my <laughs> okay. leave my leave my wife and kids behind. Say, ah, I'll just make more of you. See you guys. I'm out. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Good answer. Good answer. So, all right, you want to rate this? Let's do it. Uh, trying to think if I you know I, I went storm. I actually like this a little better than Stormtoberfest. So, but it's is it four worthy? No, it's not a four. I will go. I went three eight eight on the Stormtoberfest. Give me a three nine three. All right, I already had mine written down, as you can see. Look at that. Yep. Um, for all the right re- for all the right reasons, for all the same reasons you said, um, can't quite push it into the four category, but uh, it was my favorite of the night for sure. And well done, Jeff. And so I will the untapped. Hold on. Yeah, thank you very much, Jeff. Uh, to do bring it up here. And oh, wow, 22,000, 22.9 thousand check ins. It's almost 23,000. 23,000 check ins, 3.66. So we liked it a little better. Yes, yeah, in the in the near, I mean, three not even three tenths of a point. Right. So, I mean, that's not like a horrible difference. No. No, no, no. Well, anyway, Dave, episode 97. And as I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.